0: Hello, and welcome to a brand new installment of Nintendo News Report for Friday, January 4th, 2019. Happy New Year's Dash, everyone. Uh, I am your host Donald Terriel, joined tonight by Justin Brube. Hello, everybody! Happy New Year! Yep. Uh, Zach will be by in just in a few moments. Here, he had a, a slight uh, medical emergency. Here, he won't be won't be out for the whole show. Just slightly late, but uh, we are here. We are here tonight to. There, there's a very small amount of news, which honestly I could probably work into my own personal list, but we're going to be spending most of the show going over our top fives for the year. <laughs> our top fives for top five games for the year that was 2018. Um, Justin, just general question here. Anything anything that you missed this year that you wanted to get to? Because I've got my own top five just for that. Oh, geez, probably a lot. I wanted to
1: try uh, Dark Souls. I didn't get to play that. Uh, I'd have to actually really think about that because I know there's a lot of games I bought but like I didn't have a chance to play. Oh, Night Trap, I never got to try. Uh, oh, you're lucky <laughs> some there. Some of those limited run games. Yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff I didn't get to just due to time or I was playing other things. Uh, Xenoblade 2 took up a lot of my time this year in various forms. The original game, because it was a late release last year and Torna this year. So, yeah. I'd say there's a lot of stuff I didn't get to. There's probably a bunch of things I'm
0: forgetting. How about you? Yeah, my my list is... Well, I could basically stall until Zach gets here with my list, but the the, the five that I specifically wrote down as things that I missed this year or didn't get a chance to play enough of were Octopath Traveler. I only got through, like, to, like I got, I got one character. I got Primrose. I got to hear the the best line in that game, and that was pretty much it. Uh, Grease, which we've talked. I've talked about wanting to play this, and now I just need to squirrel away the time. Unfortunately, there's a Splatfest this weekend, which will take up most of my time for that. Uh, Xenoblade Torna, because apparently it's got a lot of quality of life things that were improved over the original.
1: Oh, I didn't get to play a Kirby Star Allies. I wanted to try that.
0: Yeah, i I wanted to pick up Sushi Striker 3DS version because that seems it seems to be designed originally as a 3DS game and just got ported to Switch. Yeah, I played
1: a little bit of that. I wasn't a big fan, but I know some people on the site really love that game. So
0: yeah, like we gave it a ten. And probably the thing I'm most guilty of skipping, even though I shouldn't have, was Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Because I, I wanted to get that game, I be, I bought it full freight, and I think I've cleared four or five quests, like the first four or five quests, and that's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot of games I bought that I wanted to play, but just never got around to, and I just can't rem- remember remember what all of them are off the top of my head. So yeah,
0: and just bad, yeah, bad bad timing on my part because I missed Mario Tennis in June. I finally got that coming in. Yeah, that's in. another
1: one. Yeah, I didn't play that. I didn't have much time. I think I did try it a little bit, but I didn't play much of it.
0: Yeah. And I I still have to get around to actually playing Cosmic Star Heroin despite the uh the time the, the times that I've I've pumped that game's tires. It's just I don't know why I never got around to actually playing it. Sorry, Robert. I wanted to do
1: the uh DLC for uh, Mario and Rabbids.
0: Yeah, the if that the dot com. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, best DLC. I mean, it's probably going to be up for best DLC whenever we do the uh, the game of the year festivities for the site, which is probably going to be coming soon. And most of my weekend is going to be tied up with playing a 2019 game that actually originally came out in 2008. So that'll be that'll be my fun. It's we'll okay. Dig
1: into the backlog.
0: Yeah, although the. Te- I mean, technically it would be a backlog game considering uh, I actually haven't got the Switch version of it yet, but there are a buttload of remasters, remakes, whatever, coming out in January, not just on Switch either. Like, yeah. we've got, we got Onimusha, Mario, Tales of Vesperia, and. and and well, Mar And I suppose if you want to count the 3DS one, Mario and Luigi: Bowser's Inside Story, and then you've got RE2 on on the HD twins, and they just announced Hitman's or two Hitman games are coming out next week on Switch. Sadly, no PS4 and Xbox One, because they're going to be they're they're advertised 4K remasters. So yeah, I don't think the 4K is walking through the Switch's door as of yet. No, maybe
1: the next switch.
0: <laughs> switch to electric boogaloo. Yeah, yeah. So that so the the lists are belligerent and numerous here. But uh, before before Zach gets here, we really kick this off. A um, couple of interesting things happening this week. One is that there is a data mine for Smash Ultimate that apparently leaked that dragon quest 3's erdrick is going to be a dlc character because it showed joker the piranha plant and brave which apparent which signs point to that being a dragon quest character.
1: Uh, and if you uh, I don't understand why why do they think it's going to be that specific character?
0: Uh, he he's the he's the most recognizable character of like he's the sort of the face of the franchise in Japan. It'd be kind of like the reason they put Marth into Smash into Smash Melee instead of like focusing on the newest characters they had.
1: I just feel like having Slime as a character would be better than any of those more generic characters because that seems like the real mascot of the franchise to me, anyway.
0: Yeah, although it, if they do the, I mean, if they do the Slime, they have the one design. But if they have if they have the one Dragon Quest protagonist, they can cycle through like the one from DQ11, which presumably this would be an ad for, and even the original game, if you wanted to go down that road. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I just feel like with the slime you could have it like do different things, like for one of its attacks it could turn into metal slime, or like the slime stack or tower or whatever it's called it could have that as a move and kind of, kind of like what the piranha plant's doing, where it kind of mixes a bunch of piranha plant things into one character.
0: Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of conflicted on this because on the one hand I, li- I like me some Dragon Quest on the other hand that kind of means that the composer of Dragon Quest is going to be getting paid and um, if you know anything about some of his, what he does with his money that's probably not a good thing. In yeah, that I don't he's know like he, that. he's the he would. I don't want to like I have to I want to be careful how I purse this because I don't want to get too political, but he's basically a Japan the Japanese equivalent of a Holocaust denier. In okay. that he didn't denies like and he donates a lot of the money that he makes from composing Dragon Quest games into, you know, propaganda and political causes for that. And He's also the one who, he's also the reason that Square Enix is sending out uh, DMCA takedown notices for anybody who streams or anyone who modded the PC version of Dragon Quest XI to put in the orchestral music instead of the MIDI stuff that they've focused on. So, yeah, kind of a dick.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big Dragon Quest fan, honestly. I don't really like the series too much. I'm not huge into RPGs. Except for like a few, so yeah, there's just something too traditional about Dragon Quest that I really don't like as far as RPGs go.
0: Yeah, so uh, they're they're sort of my bag, but I'm kind of waiting for DQ 11 on Switch before I really get back into it. (laughs) I mean, I've got or Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, it's coming out. Because I've got seven, like I put like 15 hours into seven, which is like one-tenth of that game. But I still have to start eight.
1: Yeah, At back on top, topic with the Smash DLC. Uh, I'm going to be pretty upset if none of those char- DLC characters are Nintendo-owned characters. Because I want to see more of those and not just third-party characters.
0: Yeah, it seems it's because it seems because the rumors seem to be coalescing around like Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden and the Doom guy and Minecraft Steve, which I think I called on this show like a year ago.
1: Yeah, it would. I've been hearing stuff about Minecraft Steve, it's like a joke thing for a long time, but I think it really could happen. But I want more Nintendo characters, I think there's a lot more they could do with that, and uh. The characters that are more important to me than characters i've never heard of like joker for a franchise that really doesn't seem to have a, a strong representation on the platform
0: yeah although that that might be there there might be some more representation on the platform in the coming weeks because they they basically teased a the there was a rumor that there was going to be an, an announcement for a persona 5 related announcement on sunday our time, and it turned out to be the announcement of a giant multimedia project for Persona 5 that's going to really kick off again in March and then go into a concert in April, so we're probably looking at at least two Switch games involving Joker and getting at least getting announced in the next couple of months.
1: Yeah, that's good, but I mean, as far as like getting hyped over an announcement goes, just showing off a character like Joker does zero for me. So it's, it's it's nothing to somebody who just has a Nintendo systems. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I think it's the first Smash character I've never heard of.
0: Yeah. All right, so
1: no, no, I take that back. Roy would probably be.
0: Roy- like Roy you, didn't
1: you, exist. Roy's yeah. appearance was in Smash.
0: <laughs> right, because his because his game wasn't out yet in Japan. Yeah. yeah. Whereas marth was in the first one and you probably and you might have saw him you know not wearing pants in that animated that viz put out in 1995 I do have the VHS somewhere
1: but I think they call him Mars in that
0: yeah but Mars yeah that was that that was probably the most striking thing when I watched the show when I ended up watching it the down the road on the uh, on this here website that we're streaming on right now. <laughs> want seeing how they, they didn't really have, like they hadn't decided on the canonical names. Cause Hey, when was fire emblem ever going to get localized?
1: <laughs> Not until smash made it, uh, more wanted, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see where that goes, but let's, let's I think we've stalled we stalled long enough here and Zach's on his way back. So let's hit the, let's hit the list here. Uh, what do you got at your number five? Alright, number five I have
1: Celeste. Uh, I like the game a lot, but uh, there are a few things that I think knock it further back in my ranking. Uh, for starters, there's some techniques that that game requires you to use which are very hard to pull off, just button inputs. And uh, that kind of grinds me the wrong way. It's, it's less about skill and like hopefully getting the buttons pressed correctly. And uh, that can make some areas more difficult than they really should be, because you know what you have to do, and you're trying to do it at the right time. But uh, yeah, you just can't get the buttons pressed right, and with the terrible D-pad on the Switch, that really does affect things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've, when I played Celeste, I found that I was usually, I was relying a lot on the stick, and I had, admittedly, that's another game I bounced off of, but it sounds like... Something that, even for the sake of my own mental health, I should probably get through at some point.
1: Yeah, it's it's a cool game. Uh, The seaside start to get stupidly hard, and I stopped around there, because with with what I said, the whole requiring insane inputs, plus the fact that they made the stages extra hard on that portion of the game, uh, just added up to a lot of me being really ticked off, because I felt like it was almost unfair. Didn't feel like a fair challenge anymore, and that's probably why this this game didn't rank higher on my list.
0: Yeah, I've, I have because I know I know Neil especially really loved that game, and it 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 seemed to be getting a lot of love. I think it's just as far as like the big indie stuff that came out on Switch this year it really feels like stuff like Dead Cells stole its thunder, which doesn't really do a whole lot for me because I'm not a, I'm not big on the on the roguelike progression.
1: I had fun with that game. It's not on my list any higher, spoilers, but uh I, I, I I'd have some problems with the whole that game in general, but I still had fun with it.
0: Yeah. And I think I think this if this year has taught me anything, it's that I my tastes seem to be diverging so far from the rest of the industry just because of the because they seem to be going all in on open world stuff and roguelikes, which is two things I just can't get into. so so my number five because this year i've had to ditch a rule that i've had when i've done my game of the year list just because i really haven't like there's not a whole lot that i've played and that i can say that i really enjoyed so my number five is actually a 3ds game it's shin megami tensei strange journey Redux. okay it's uh I played the I played the original one in 2010, but I think just the the new the new things that they added to that game really made it made it more appealing to me. I mean, I know the end game is still going to be a wicked ripping pain in the you know what, but at least at least I can at least I'm a little bit I think I'm a little bit more comfortable now with how the Mega Ten series works. So I know myself that I'm gonna that I can eventually. You know, I, eventually I'll be able to power my way through that, even if I don't need, even if I have to resort to using like the grinding DLC or whatever. At least I got that. It's a very, very dark but adventurous RPG that didn't, probably didn't get a lot of love because it was the last of the big three Atlas games that came out this year. But even then, like Radiant Historia really irked me with the how they rebalanced the game. So. And, and I never really got into Alliance Alive. so yeah. Strange Journey Redux is my number five.
1: All right, cool. I don't know too much about the game, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever played an SMT game. So
0: yeah, maybe maybe when f- I think maybe when Five comes around, if you're if you're into more of the horror theme stuff, that might be worth uh, worth a look for you. So, what do you have for number four? Number
1: four, I have Xenoblade Chronicles Two: Torna the Golden Country. Uh, it's not—it's long enough to be considered a full game. It was sold as a full game, so that's why I'm counting it, even though it could also be considered DLC. Uh, it's like a—the systems in place are kind of like a better version of what was found in the original Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Uh, I think certain things do fall behind because of that. Uh, There's less characters which you may like because in the original Xenoblade with all the blades you can really get a ton of characters especially with the rare blades which are the ones I really consider since the others are kind of generic. But uh, yeah uh, Torna is a lot of fun. It's a shorter experience which some people will like. Uh, It did feel nice not to have as long a game but there's still a lot to do in it uh, which will take you plenty of time if you try to 100% uh, torna like i did but uh yeah it's a fun game if you like the, f- the main quest in xenoblade chronicles 2 i highly suggest picking up torna the golden country it's definitely worth your time and gives uh, some great backstory some of which you know some of which you probably don't know kind of blends everything together like a star wars prequel so uh yeah fun game some the, the combat's definitely better and easier to get into it, it, there's a lot of... Uh, here's what I have to say about the combat. It's it, It's a better combat system, but there's certain things about it that are completely broken and easy to break, which makes it maybe a little too easy at times, but that adds to the how much fun it is, I guess.
0: Yeah, I've got a... I, I did... like I bought the Season Pass pretty much as soon as I bought so played 2, so I do have it, and that's, like I mentioned earlier, it's on that list of things that I need to play at some point. So... Maybe maybe February will be calm and we'll see if uh, might be able to put in a couple of weekends and get and knock that off just wanna my, my basic goal for 2019 is to actually pl- just play more and not feel like I'm exhausted right after work but it's not getting off to a good start on that <laughs> all right and my number four is. I wasn't sure if this counted as a remake or not because there's enough new stuff in it that it does seem like an original game, but my number four is Luminous Remastered. Okay. Now, granted, this is probably because Tetris effect is not on switch, which please bring that to switch at some point. I know it's, I know the VR is part of it, but you know, i'd still love to see that game on i still love to see tetris on switch but luminous itself is that is one of the few games this year that i could just i started playing it and then oh my god three hours have passed yeah i've never it's played good. it yeah it's it's a it's a fun it's a fun puzzle game and that's a bit of my theme here is, is the puzzle games but it's a it's it's different enough as a, as a game that I think you can you might be able to get into it. I think Nintendo fans might have a little bit of a, a bit of bit more hate for it just because it was it was you know the big PSP game when it came out up against Meteos on the 3DS or on the original DS. But it's it's a really good game. It got some really funky music and and it does a decent job of getting into the, the synesthesia, the kind of thing you would see in a, in a Tetris effect or something like that. So what kind of puzzle game is it? Is it like a shape based one or a color based? It's uh, it's color based because basically what happens, you're, you're the, the pit is more horizontal than vertical. And the objective is to your, you get these, you get colored squares that you're trying to form, or you get colored blocks. You're trying to form into squares while a, a music bar sweeps its way across the screen and picks up everything you've cleared. So some of the combos that you can build in that game at some points can get really wild. Yeah. For some reason, I don't do very well at the color
1: based puzzle games. I do better at shape based ones. It might be just the way my brain works. Yeah. But
0: that's just me. Yeah. You you don't have any like color blindness or anything, right?
1: No, it's just, uh, I, I guess I have a hard time uh, quickly sorting out the colors as opposed to shapes. So like, uh, I'm not very good at Tetris attack and things like that, but like Tetris itself. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good at. So.
0: Yeah. And they, and there's, and, mo- and most of the color sets that you'd see in luminous are kind of a, uh, they're very like they, they, they have a really good contrast. So like you'd see red, blue or red, white or black, white or something like that as color pairs. So it's, yeah, I'd look into it if it once it goes on sale again. Sure. The music seems pretty cool in that game. Yeah. All right. So what do you have at number three, then?
1: Number three, I have Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Uh, I'm a fan of the classic Castlevania games. I like those more than the more modern Metroid ripoff games. Uh, I like the more linear and there's some non-linear stuff about this game, but I like the more linear-based Castlevania games. You're just trying to get through the level, survive, uh, maybe look for a few secrets. Uh, that appeals to me a lot more than running around giant castles in that franchise for some reason. I don't mm-hmm. know why. That is, Maybe it's because those uh, Metroid-style Castlevania games kind of started to blend together in my mind. They lost all... You, Uniqueness, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, between what putting out six of them in seven years and yeah, and the I didn't even general, play all of them. <laughs> and the general, and like the goal and those Metroid style games being like the go-to indie puzzle plot indie platformers at this point. I'm I'm not surprised that something like something in the style of a Castlevania three would stand out, especially for you.
1: Yeah, and I never even played Castlevania three, so. That's one I'd love to play, but I, I love the original Castlevania. That's probably my favorite one that I've played in the series. Three is one I definitely want to play, but uh, I just like that challenging, more level-based approach. There's just something about it that I like a lot more than the others. And this game really uh, brought back that same feeling, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I played through it. I think I got a bunch of the endings. Uh, I played through it in different ways, so there's some a lot of re playability in this game even though it's not that long to get through uh highly recommend it especially if you're a retro gamer and love the old castle games
0: yeah it's not not too expensive it's it's regularly 10 bucks us and yeah it's on my it's on my on my switch already from the uh black friday sale so yeah i suppose i better, I better get on that
1: uh yeah it's really a ton of fun and as soon as i got it i just could not put this game down and i was going to say something else about it but it slipped my mind if i remember i'll bring it up yeah all
0: right so my number three is something that i think a lot of people forgot came out on switch just because the publishers put out literally at least a game a week for the last oh 22 months but My number three is Money Puzzle Exchanger from the Arcade Archives. I don't even know what that is, though. (laughs) Okay, this was originally a nineteen. I think it was like a late nineties. It's a late nineties SNK competitive puzzle game that focuses on trying to match Japanese coins. Like you start out, you the base coins are one yen, and if you get if you make up a set of five of them it turns it into a five yen coin and the objective is basically to clear the screen by getting it all the way up to a 500 yen coin okay <laughs> it's it, it's i i wish i would have had a chance to try the multiplayer on it because it does seem like the kind of like really frantic fun that you would see in a uh that it would that it would make it really good as an arcade game but it's even the single player Portion like the single player that I played for it here, so it definitely it's it's I think more of a forgotten game, but it's definitely one that I I look forward to. I I busted out on exchange, and it's sort of like my default switch game. If I if I, I want to play something, but I don't really feel in the mood for something longer, I'll just bust that out and play a couple of rounds. Sounds good. Yeah, and, the, and those arcade archives have, I, I think, sort of low key have been the one of the best things going on Switch. Yeah, especially. there's more I want to
1: get, and I'm, I don't have any ranked in my top five here, but I wanted to. I might as well say it now. That's like an honorable mention is a ton of those arcade arcade archives games, like Donkey Kong, Sky Skipper, DK Junior, uh, Punch Out, uh, and there's a bunch more that are pretty awesome to check out. But I'm very happy with those. Uh, my only complaint is with uh, certain games, uh, it would be nice if there was an online multiplayer feature on some of those. But yeah, I haven't. None of the ones I don't think any of the ones I've reviewed are very uh, multiplayer-centric games, so it doesn't bother me so much. But uh, I got uh, Puzzle Bobble just because I remember playing that in the arcade when I was younger with friends, and uh, yeah, I mean the, the fact that you can't just play with people online. Like at Mm. least a friend who's bought it kinda stinks, but
0: Mm. I mean you you've mostly reviewed the the NES games that or the Nintendo developed games that they put out, which yeah, though I I can't really see much to do with multiplayer in like Skyskipper or Yeah, those it wouldn't matter as much, which is why I've never really critiqued it in that sense, but Yeah. But I, I Yeah, some of the other ones. I could see like something like Donkey Kong especially having that competitive aspect I mean King of Kong exists for a reason right yeah but I mean playing two
1: player in Donkey Kong isn't anything that special you know I mean the only game I can think of that might benefit from it uh, I'm not sure if I talked about it or not but uh, Mario
0: Brothers the, the original one?
1: yeah the arcade would, we, would be nice to have an online multiplayer in that game
0: all right, and a wild Zach Miller has appeared. Hello, Hot Zach. Notes. Hello. All right. So so far we've so far we've run down some things that we missed for the year, and we actually got all the way down to our number. Th- we finished our number threes. Oh,
2: cool. So
0: so I don't know, Zach. Do you want to? give you a chance here to catch sort of catch up on that. It was first thing. Was there anything anything that stood out that you missed this year?
2: I didn't play Spider Man. Or do you mean, Nintendo? Uh,
0: well, as it happens, our list so far have all been all Nintendo, but that's more okay. of that's more of. I mean, if you want to go multi-platform, I got no problem with it.
2: I I think I played pretty much everything I wanted to play on a Nintendo system this year. Uh, I'm just looking at my uh, my own top five. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with. Oh, you know what? I missed uh, Warrior War Gold. I really wanted to play that.
0: Oh, yeah. That's that's another one that I kept I kept saying, oh, I got to play this. Oh, I got to play this. Never played it.
2: It's almost certainly um, going to be a game I buy, and it's going to be the last 3DS game I ever buy.
1: You say that now.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's support it through 2020.
1: They're going to bring
0: something out. At- Atlas will support it through 2020. I don't know what the rest of them.
2: There you go. <laughs> so what are your guys' top three? uh my
0: uh so we far yeah we did five four and three so oh yeah just justin had number five celeste number four xenoblade chronicles torna and number three bloodstained curse of the moon
2: Ooh.
0: uh my number five was atlas 3ds game shin megami Tensei strange journey redux number four luminous remastered and number three money puzzle exchanger
2: that's okay what is that a game
0: that, that is an arcade archives game that uh, it, it has some waifus I think you'd enjoy it
2: Oh, okay um, you know I, I bought Celeste but I've gotten much into it I like it so far but <clears throat> okay so my uh, five four and three are five is curse of the moon right. shockingly good game
1: <laughs> no yeah I'm glad because uh, yeah haven't heard too many people talking about that. And I think it's really awesome.
2: Oh, I know. Really, not at all. But it's winning awards. Um, Smash is number four. Because I, I played so much of it in Hawaii, but I loved every second of it. And then three is Hollow Knight.
1: Yeah, That's a game I missed, but uh, that oh. seems ripe for the uh, physical release, which is why I haven't
0: downloaded it. The...
2: It keeps on giving that game.
0: Yeah, although they, there was a physical release planned for Hollow Knight, but apparently the publishing deal fell through, so it ended up getting canceled.
1: Oh. Uh, I still think it could happen next year, or
0: this year now, I guess. Do you think like, but, uh, a limited, uh, run, limited run picks it up or something? Somebody,
1: yeah, somebody like that could easily pick
0: it up.
2: Oh, good, limited uh, run. They'll, so, so they'll go on sale while I'm asleep and be no, gone within an hour.
1: That's not how the Switch ones work.
2: Uh, oh, really? Well,
1: yeah, this, They have just the standard edition up for open pre-orders for like two weeks, but the uh, limited edition stuff, it's like all the like pack-in bonuses, which I really yeah. don't care about for non-Nintendo games, those are the ones that sell out real fast. Gotcha. But uh, there actually kind of was a physical release for Hollow Knight on Switch. If you,
2: it had a uh, plushie.
1: It had a stuffed animal. Over the I
2: want that plushie.
1: And it just had a download code inside, so it was... Yeah. Uh, I, I don't understand how you can do that, but not... Give me the game. Also, I don't know. Uh,
2: Hollow Knight is 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 super good. I mean, it's really hard, <clears throat> but it's the kind of hard where if you keep at it and you're careful, uh, you know, you can kind of get through anything. And that's a it's it's a hard a hard balance to to keep uh, to g- keep from getting frustrating instead of just hard. Uh, but <laughs> Hollow Knight. There's only a couple times in Hollow Knight where I was like, "Oh come on," but in general, it's a great game.
0: Mm, yeah, I that style is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I know Neil was getting visibly frustrated at some of the early game of that on Twitter recently, but
2: oh man, he's gonna have a hard time with the
0: rest of it. <laughs> no, he once. He, I think. I think. I don't know if he got like a power or something, but he seems to be okay with it now. Okay, good. Maybe not to the point that he'd give it a 10, but certainly, you know, yeah, not what what the hell are you all thinking? Of course, the, like I guess I mentioned earlier, but like this year is really calcifying for me that I really don't like I, I just don't want to go near roguelikes or Metroidvanias.
2: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, I think it's more of I prefer I prefer a a experience with breaks but i also don't want to lose all like i want to have progress that i can save
2: oh sure you might not like hollow Knight.
0: yeah it is definitely one of those things like i i i appreciate where you're going with this it's just not for me
2: it has a potentially very punitive death system where you lose all your zenny
0: uh, uh, but you can
2: get it back if you make it back to your corpse. Uh but if you don't make it back, all your zenny has gone.
0: Yeah. That, like Shovel Knight.
2: Like Shovel Knight, yeah,
0: yeah. Shovel Knight or any your average souls game.
2: But but zenny in Hollow Knight is very hard to get. It's not like Shovel Knight where you can just replay the level and get a million points. No, it's it's you've got to work for it. So I'm, I, I've beaten the, almost the entire game except the last boss of the second-to-last expansion because he's so hard. I mean, I, I know what I have to do. I just don't have the skill to do it. And then the, the final expansion is all the bosses, I think, with uh, different attack patterns, and I'm not going to go near that. I've had enough. I've had enough of that game, but I loved it, loved it to death. <laughs>
0: All right. Fair enough. So so we got Zach all caught up here. So let's go to the number twos. Justin, what do you got for number two?
1: Number two is The
0: Messenger. Uh,
2: really? It's yeah. a game I got to get.
1: Yeah, I really like The Messenger. I'm a huge Ninja Gaiden fan on the NES. Uh, so, and I've been wanting a sequel to Ninja Ga- like a real Ninja Gaiden sequel, not that 3D garbage Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> real 2d ninja gaiden
2: god of war gaiden
1: <laughs> yeah i don't <clears throat> that doesn't interest me in the slightest i want the old style ninja gaiden and this is the closest thing i've seen and played to that uh it's a ton of fun the music's incredible uh switching between 8 and 16 bit is cool uh, the movement in that game feels great uh the first half of the game is a bit better more linear. The second half is more open world, exploring, backtracking stuff. I didn't like that as much, but the fact that uh, moving in the world was so fun and fast if you knew what you were doing, uh, it was still kind of fun. I had a good time, especially with the good music playing.
2: Mm.
1: So, uh, yeah, The Messenger is an awesome game, and if you're a fan of Ninja Gaiden, you have got to, uh, you know, like I say, real Ninja Gaiden, yeah. style, Ninja Gaiden. If you're a fan of that, you need to check this game out because it is awesome.
2: Did you play the DS Didn't you Guide in the game?
1: Uh I think I played a demo back when you could download it off of uh the Nintendo Channel.
2: Oh nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you remember? It
2: was it's all stylus control.
1: Yeah, I did not and like the demo I played it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it works better than you'd think, but it gets pretty old pretty quick.
0: And it, <clears throat> and it's I bet it scratches up your screen like a mother.
2: Yes, it does that too.
0: Yeah, that's my yeah. number two. So yeah, nice. I, I, yeah. The messenger throwing another one of those really strong indie games that came out this year. That I, I think I would probably stop. End up stopping about halfway through. It's not that long, so yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe we'll see what they do with that beach DLC next year or this year. Right? It's going to take me weeks to remember to do that. Yep all right zach what do you got for number two?
2: Oh, me already um okay my number two is mercenary kings reloaded <clears throat> a game i played very early in the year i think it was in january and just sucked me in it was so good uh it's a little game where you're uh what just happened
0: sorry oh, coffee fed. okay
2: <laughs> i thought i went away um it's, it's a game where you're a, kind of a military uh, commando type uh, who goes on very short missions um, in a range of environments. Uh, and there's a, a lot of weapon customization, and ammo customization, and perks that you can equip. It's just phenomenal. And I, I played the whole game single player and got all the medals. But you can, and I think you're probably meant to play it online or in co-op with up to four people. Um, I only played, really, spent any time playing co-op with I think James Charleston, Charles. Charles. Yeah, um, and it worked pretty well. Uh, if he's in, and I think he's in Japan, right?
0: Yeah he yeah he's he's one of the Famicast regulars. So
2: yeah.
0: if if you're, I mean japan to alaska not as long as it would normally be but that's still pretty good considering you have a pretty giant ocean to cross
2: true so yeah that yeah that's and i like the graphical style it's 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 done by the same people who did the scott pilgrim beat-em-up
0: hmm. uh
2: which i did not play i, I don't care about scott pilgrim but uh, it's very similar aesthetically uh and it's the the writing's very funny it's it's a fantastic game, and if you have not at least tried it, it's worth. I don't think there's a demo, but it's it's very good. Uh, Limited Run put out a steel book for Switch, but it was like I said before, you know, on sale while I was asleep, and immediately sold out. So I don't get that. Yeah, great game.
0: So, uh, oh, and the music, uh, the music's phenomenal. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's just because it might have come out on other platforms before before January of, this year, or of last year, but
2: yeah, so I think, have,
0: okay, because I was I wondering why, they like, PS4. yeah, oh, right, because it was a
2: plus game at one point. Yeah, and for the Reloaded, they added two characters and like a ton of other customization stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't, obviously I didn't play it on PS4.
0: Because You didn't have plus. I don't think you've ever gotten plus, so still don't have plus. Yeah, good, good call to make, though. Mm-hmm. And and nice to see it getting some love because I, I don't think I've heard about it in any of the last two or three years of game of the year stuff.
2: I don't mean either, it, it's kind of disappointing because it's a real good game. All
0: right, and mine, my number two then is Valkyria Chronicles 4. Okay, there war is. crimes aside there it yes. is yes it is it is the anime rpg of the year by by <laughs> about a by about a country mile uh some very interesting story stuff even and not just in the main plot but in some of the side stories that that crop up in the game like sort of paralogs if you will and it's a really it's a really good strategy game a good great return to form almost it, I, I still prefer the original, but four is a really damn good game.
2: Did you play the remastered original? I reviewed it. Oh, okay. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah. And and I but I wanted to get like I wanted to call both of them out in this slot and just I I've got enough remasters and re-releases on my list already, so <laughs> Show some love for the new game, which by the way is also on sale right now for like thirty bucks because it did not do well at all.
2: Oh so bad. that's too bad. Yeah. Is that because I mean, has Valchira Chronicles done well in the States previously?
0: Uh there was enough like it got enough juice on PC that they brought the port to other like to other platforms, hmm. including the Switch, but yeah, traditionally those games have been they've had long tails, but they've been slow starts.
2: Gotcha. Huh. Yeah. I have a figure of Silvaria Bliss.
0: Yeah. Not I I don't the the waifu doesn't seem to be as strong with this one, although it, it is kind <laughs> of fun when when the when the prom, most prominent female in the party is blowing everything up.
2: Oh really? <laughs> yeah, she's a
0: she's a grenadier.
2: Oh nice. It looks real good. I've I've watched video of it. It's a great looking game.
0: Yeah, but some of the some of those missions though, like they're long, like they're, I mean, an hour, hour and a half long. Wow. So you, so it's a good thing it's a portable. You can take it portable and just put it in sleep mode because otherwise you'd be there all day.
2: Yeah. Jeez.
0: Cool. Alright, so with that we're down to the number ones and um, Justin, I think I know where this is going.
1: Yeah, I think uh, if you know me, you know what's going to be my number one game of the year Uh, and that would be Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I'm a huge Smash Brothers fan I love playing Smash Brothers I could just, once I start playing, I can't stop playing Smash Brothers Uh, but yeah, I love Love this game so far, Uh, there's some things that need to be improved in it But, yeah, that's my number one game of the year.
2: It's a great game. I uh, unlocked all the characters first, just doing 1v1. And uh, there's too many characters. (laughs) A lot of characters I'm never even going to touch, like all of them are. But, yeah, it's just a a great game. Um, The AI seems tougher than it was in 4.
1: Well, not as AI is worse than ever but
2: the what not the, they, uh,
1: the one of the never. ice climbers
2: yeah suiciding
1: uh, all the time and they need to fix that but
2: no <laughs> uh i like the adventure mode although man some of those fights are hard even with yeah even with ideal spirits good lord i 100% that the other day
0: damn <laughs> I, I actually I 100%ed it on Christmas night, and actually, Smash Brothers is my number one as well.
2: Hey!
0: Awesome. Yeah, and honestly, and I, I think we, and the, the best part about Smash Ultimate is that we can all love it for different reasons. Like, I will not go online. I don't think I've had a multiplayer match yet, but I've just had fun di- playing around on the spirit board and doing uh, World of Light.
1: No, I play online. I have not
2: played online time. yet. Play Does it perform games? well?
1: Uh, It varies, but uh, ever since the update, it's been pretty stable. I mean, it depends on whoever you connect with, obviously. But uh, I've had a lot of good matches. And uh, with my friends, I've had some uh, solid online experiences with it. Uh, Yeah, I know Donald was mocking me for liking the online Smash, but I play it (laughs) most nights, I'll go online.
2: Nice.
1: Because I like to play competitively, that style. So I have a ton of fun with it. I have Elite Locked, I think, on six characters right now. So, yeah, I'm really into the Smash.
2: I like it. I I miss trophies. I really do. Or even give the stickers a description.
0: Or the spirits?
2: The spirits, sorry.
0: That would be nice. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, it's a great game.
0: Great game. Yeah. Looks great. Looks great and runs fine. I haven't I haven't had the issues of it working Joy Cons, but I've played. Ju- I think I've played just enough with the Pro Controller that I've been able to avoid it. Oh, there you go. Got to go GameCube.
2: Have uh, oh, I play it with GameCube too. It feels good. Mm-hmm. Feels real good. Um, you know,
1: I will say the rum the HD Rumble is nice if you use the Pro Controller.
2: Oh yeah, I I don't really pay attention to the Rumble. Um, so have, have either of you tried it? Uh just listening to the soundtrack with the screen off. I tried it for
0: like a minute maybe.
2: I tried it on uh, the plane. Did it work? It, it did.
0: Nice. I I I don't think I've unlocked all the music yet though, so I've got to I think I want to do that before I go through and oh, start yeah, playing.
2: That,
0: that reminds me, I should go I should go see how my spirits my spirits are doing. I stuck I stuck a bunch in there a few days ago and I don't think I've had a chance to hit the gym yet. <laughs>
2: The gems I ha- I have a hard time figuring out the gems. I haven't used them. I don't understand them. I don't either.
0: The the style mm. ones I, I don't really use myself, but I was also playing World of Light on easy, so I don't think I really needed to. Mm. But if they like I think the I think the style ones are meant to change if you have a particular spirit equipped who learned a style, then you'll do what they specialize in a little better. Oh. But but the main one I use is Doc Lewis's because, well, that gives me uh, experience to evolve all my spirits. Yeah, I've, I've used that one quite a bit because it doesn't Ooh. do anything. I don't
1: understand the style ones because it says like certain things go up and certain things go down. But I don't yeah. understand if something goes up, if I put it in another gym, can that improve the thing? So if I keep going to enough gyms, can I max out everything? I don't quite understand.
0: No, because if you if you specialize in, like, if you're better in one, you'll actually be worse in another stat. So eventually you'll be you know, perfectly balanced is all things should be, but it's going to, you'd end up putting them like through gym, one gym to improve jumping. And then you'd go to one that improves your, your weight and you wouldn't jump as well.
2: Oh yeah. Cause so, each gym has teaches you something, but then takes something away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I didn't use any of those types
0: of gyms. I haven't either. Alright, so Zach, what do you have for your number one?
2: Oh my gosh, this is so out of left field, I can't even tell you. My number one is Horizon Chase Turbo, <clears throat> which is a arcade racer. Uh, when Neil put out the call for, you know, we got these games to review, I looked at all of them, and and this game looked like Outrun. I was like, everybody loves Outrun. I'll take that. And I could not stop playing it. It's like competitive outrun on a single track you know there's like a hundred tracks it's insane um but with the speed of like f0 and so many cars and so many paint jobs and you unlock stuff constantly and uh you can collect coins on the track to get not just a gold medal but a super trophy if you collect all the coins and that gets you more points and more points unlocks you more cars. So there's a real nice feedback loop. It looks gorgeous. Um, It looks like, you know, outrun on a modern console, Uh, but just kind of an abstract background style that makes it real distinct. And uh, good lord, the music is phenomenal. Uh, I haven't heard a soundtrack this good in a long time.
0: It's going to have some competition next week, though. Outrun the Sega Ages outruns Unreal coming outrun, out.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get that. Um, but yeah, Horizon Horizon Chase Turbo is just phenomenal and um, totally out of left field. But I I played it. I have probably played it more than Smash, honestly. Uh, I've beaten all the World Tour Cups. I haven't gotten gold on all of them, but you go all over the world. You go to uh, United Air Member. United Arab Emirates, Japan, China, uh, Iceland, Hawaii, South Africa, it's just all over the place. And each track is is has a unique thing. I, I can't even tell you how good this game is. And then, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, so early, early in the game, you unlock, uh, for the Fast and the Furious fans out there, uh, uh, Dom's supercharger. It's not called Dom's supercharger, but it's very clearly Dom's supercharger. And then the last car I unlocked, it took a long time to unlock this car. But after I finished world tour mode, I'm not going to tell you what the car is, but it made me a little misty <clears throat> again, a fast and the furious, um, homage but damn good game
0: that i i honest i i for a second there i thought you'd have dad of war on your list so
2: it's actually not you know i stopped playing it it's just not not holding my attention man it's not god of war it's just not god of war Mm -hmm. um i know it just got game of the year at the game awards and maybe i'll put it back in, but my gosh, I'm probably 14 hours into the game. It just keeps going.
0: Yeah. I, I, it's amazing. Cause I listened to like 9,001 hours of giant bomb game of the year stuff, <laughs> which heavily involved God of war sure. and 100 hour horse game. And it's like, I, I know like there's snippets that I remember from it, but like, it's so not memorable exactly but maybe it's because i haven't played the original like i watched the first two, my my roommate at the time play the first like god of war two and three but i've never gotten into it myself
2: yeah see god of war one two and three they all have this very fast combat they're very combo based uh you know the camera's pulled back you can have a lot of control over kratos And the sense of scale is just phenomenal in all three games. uh, You're constantly fighting things that are the size of Godzilla. But this game doesn't have any of that. The camera's behind his back. Uh, He's slow moving. And the biggest thing I've fought is a a baby dragon. Yeah. And and in mythology, honestly, not nearly as compelling as Greek mythology.
0: Yeah. Unless unless there's waifus involved, which let's Not face yet. it, it's God of War. There's no waifus. <laughs> they they just get fridged anyway.
2: Exactly. So no, I don't I don't uh, I'm gonna get Spider Man when it hits like a game of the year edition though. I really want that game.
0: Don't forget don't forget the uh the Sam Raimi suit. I'd try to do the impression, but I could never live up to the quality of the normal Sam Raimi impression we're all used to. <laughs>
2: I don't even, I'm not even going to (laughs) try.
0: Yeah. So that, so that was 20, that's our 2018s. Um, we are going to be actually an interesting question here from the chat room. Uh, damn. You asked, what is your most disappointing game of 2018? I
2: was, I was going to ask the same thing. Oh yeah. I have an answer to that.
1: What do you got? My answer is without a doubt, Mega Man 11.
2: Oh yeah. I'll bet this is on a lot of disappointment lists. Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't think Mega Man 11 is a very good Mega Man game. Uh, I'm not a fan of the gear system. It just makes the game more complicated in ways Mega Man doesn't need to be. Uh, The music is abysmal in Mega Man 11, and Mega Man is usually known for great music, and especially since uh, I think all the widely stages use the same soundtrack. And I've listened and played through the game uh, with the regular soundtrack and the uh, pre-order soundtrack, and I don't like either of them. Uh, yeah, it's just not that great a game. Uh, there are a lot of pro- problems with it, and I think a lot of people saying, "Man, this game is great. It brings Mega Man back to how it used to be," and have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, I think nine and ten were great Mega Man games. Both of those are fantastic. Uh, they did everything they need to do. I'd rather Mega Man go back to that eight-bit style. They did it better. Uh, Mega Man's never the classic series has never been. Very good outside of that eight-bit style, in my opinion. No. I think all of the ones that deviate in the classic series. I'm saying all yeah. the classic games deviate from the eight-bit style.
2: No, is, uh, is eleven better than seven?
1: Uh, I would rate seven better. Oh
2: damn, seven is awful.
1: I think eight is the worst still, probably. Oh think, yeah. Uh, yeah, eleven is pretty. Jump,
2: close. jump.
1: Uh, yeah, eleven is close damn, to man. that in terms of awfulness at least got I'm, I'm, a cool amiibo.
2: <laughs> 30 it's $30 amiibo I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for that game to get on some sort of a flash sale
1: yeah I'd be I know you're a big Mega Man fan
0: yourself I'd love to hear what you think of this game but I think no. it's a, a mess have you Zach have you at least tried the demo of it or no
2: no actually I just want to go in fresh
0: okay fair enough yeah my my biggest disappointment this year and i will fight at the uh when we do our site game of the year to make sure it's the biggest disappointment of the year world ends with you final remix
2: oh yeah not even a good port
0: not even a good port and didn't even live up to what they originally promised
2: sheesh that's it was i don't know man that that, they screwed that one up
0: they they, ro- they royally screwed that up, and they've been teasing that there'd be another another seven days for, I don't know how long at this point, and they still have yet to deliver it. Oh wow! <sighs> like I like it's one of my five, like the DS game is one of my five favorite games of all time, and now given this Switch version, a six. Damn. Because it's a fundamentally good game and it plays all right in handheld mode, but I don't know if it's just my Joy Cons or. Game in general, but it controls on TV mode. The controls are damn near impregnable. Oh, geez. You had one job.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's too bad. I have two answers. First is Runner 3. Runner 3 at launch. So looking forward to Runner 3. Runner 2 is so good. I've 100%ed Runner 2. Uh, on two different systems, all three difficulties, etc. Just so good, but Runner Three is awful at launch. Um, it constantly throws random shit in your way uh, that you can't anticipate, and the stages are just too friggin' long. And there's only one checkpoint, so you wind up taking a half hour to play through a stage that realistically is only five minutes long, Um, just not good. And then, um, but they recently patched it, just like a month ago or two, and they added more checkpoints. You can toggle the enemy settings to higher or lower and something else. And now it's much more like Runner 2, and it's much better, very enjoyable. I might actually unlock all the characters now, which I had given up on doing, but uh, it's good now, was not good then. And then my my second answer is, even with all the DLC, SNK Heroines is not good. It's a nothing game. Uh, and it has the worst online I've ever played.
1: Wow. Worse than Brawl?
2: You know, I never played Brawl online. I, I missed that bus. <clears throat>
1: It was
0: yeah.
2: really... wasn't it a slideshow? SNK is a slideshow. Yeah, it was yeah.
0: many times a slideshow. Yeah. yeah, And, you know, 20, 2008 versus 2018, you know, it, it was yeah. somewhat inexcusable with Brawl, We've but I would, expect, <laughs> SA, I would expect SNK, of all people, would know better.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I, I guess the online is fine and dandy on PS4. Mm. But, uh, somebody, uh, missed the switch version i don't even think it's been patched uh I haven't, I haven't gone back and tried online but yeah it's just nothing game there's there's virtually no single player mode and it doesn't look great i don't know there's a lot to be disappointed with
1: it does remind me uh I forgot to mention this earlier snk collection is one of the games i didn't get to
2: play last year oh i bought that but haven't played it
1: yeah so that's one of the yeah. games that uh it's on my backlog.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to get your. You have to. the The update process is a little weird for the because they added a bunch of games post launch.
2: In a patch, but, and, and then.
0: And then you had the to e-shop. download. Yeah, two on the eShop because it, they would change the ESRB rating.
2: Yeah. Which is Which, weird.
0: Well, that's ESRB for you.
2: Yeah, I do want to say that I I got Lumines on the, uh, the eShop sale. So good. Yeah. Justin, you're right about that. Lumine is so good. Yeah. Um, Donald picked that one. Oh Donald, sorry. Um I haven't
1: played it, but uh
2: dude, it's awesome. I love Luminese. I don't understand people who don't like Luminese. Um,
0: uh, uh, generally the the colorblind have a problem. Sure. I can see why they, they have a problem that. with that.
2: <laughs> but uh yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, I think i I think if the uh, Namco museum collection is, is fifteen dollars on the eShop. Or Amazon, I'm going to get it's, that because I want Pac-Man for my flip grip.
1: Yeah, oh, I got the uh, the uh, f- physical version of that. I don't. So know there is a physical
2: record. version. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know if
1: you can flip
0: uh, flip the screen around or not. I haven't played too much of it.
2: The there's... flip grip guys did a video where they did.
0: Okay. Yeah, and oh. there's. I mean, there's some games where you probably don't want to put the Namco Museum in a flip grip, but Galaga and. Yeah. Like Galaga those type of games those would work great with a flip grip.
2: Yeah. Flip grip's great.
0: Yeah, I would have liked to get one, but I really don't
1: like how there's no way to charge the system while you play. Uh
2: and and the volume control is weird.
0: Yeah, because the way this the way it slides in, like you're obscuring the volume controls on the but you system. You can always hold the home
2: button and well, that's what they tell you to do. It's just kinda okay. awkward. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've done it that way before. So. But God yeah. Damn. There it is. Namco Museum. 15 mm-hmm. bucks. Done.
1: And that includes Pac-Man versus, right?
2: No, yep. this is not the ver- wait. way it is.
0: It is. Oh, okay, the, what they did was they put a free app on the eShop oh, that's I have some tied free to free download
2: e- Pac-Man versus uh, free multiplayer version.
0: Yeah. So if you so if you don't own the game, you can download that application and play Pac-Man Versus. Nice. The, How would that the, work?
2: The, How would that even work on Switch?
0: It well, same same. I mean, if you got the th- the three ghosts are playing on the other three systems, and then your main your Pac-Man's on the screen.
2: I know, but do, does that mean you have to have three Switches?
0: Yes. That's oh, why. Okay. That's why you have what? the uh, app. That's uh, why yeah. the app's there. So only one person has to actually buy Namco Museum. But man, if the if I had money right now, I would be all over that eShop sale, the, the New Year sale from Nintendo. Yeah. Namco Museum, Octopath. If I could turn that uh, Sushi Striker on 3DS. One of the another one of those games that I missed this year is on sale.
1: Is Style Savvy oh. on sale yeah, for 3DS.
0: The the new one, yeah. It's it's thirty percent off. All right, I'm gonna have to get that. When's the sale? <laughs> uh, it ends on Thursday. The time. I'm gonna definitely
1: finally get Style Savvy 3.
2: Hopefully, it it's three? better than the one I reviewed. I think it's four.
0: Yeah, it's four. Cause that. Oh. Yeah, that's but the one that's on three save. for us, or no? I
2: don't. No, no, no. It's it's. It's four. I reviewed three, and okay. then 4 just I came out. There's that
1: many. I can't believe there's that many
2: Style Savvy's. I can't believe they're so successful that they keep making them.
0: Well, the, And this one they tried to utterly tank because it was a, DS, a 3DS game that came out on Christmas Day last year.
2: Oh, that's a great idea.
1: I have a funny Style Savvy story to tell.
0: You want to hear it real
1: quick? Yes, I do. I was uh, teaching children, I think, around the time the first Style Savvy came out. And... uh this one girl was in the class I was teaching. It was like, "Yeah, I, I got Style Savvy." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've been playing that game too." And she's like, "No, you haven't." And then I'm like, "Oh yeah." And then I like describe like how the game starts and everything <laughs> like that. And then she just gets, is like looking at me like I'm insane <laughs> for playing Style Savvy. And then she's like, "What's wrong with you?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was so the, in Style Savvy three. I was very excited because you can allegedly customize your own. Shirts at some point in the game, so I wanted to make like you know Mega Man characters, but no, it just means here's these pre-selected shapes and colors. Go for that. That was disappointing.
1: Yeah, Animal Crossing has more customization than that. Yeah. Oh,
2: tag. Okay, how about how about this? Uh, I know we, we got to wrap up, but uh, what what are you looking forward to most in 2019?
0: Uh, my well, my runner-up for most disappointing game was probably going to be Pokemon Let's Go. So can I say, poke the uh, the next generation Pokemon,
2: the real Pokemon game?
0: Yeah, at least in this one, I can you I can actually stop and if I want to raise something, like change up my, like change up my party mm-hmm. because I've basically spent the last three weeks of Pokemon Let's Go time level grinding the same Arcanine. Yeah. Because the, the way, what they did to the trainer experience in Let's Go is borderline criminal.
1: Candies, right? Why, why do you say that? I mean, I just get a Pokeball Plus and
0: like, Pokemon gets a million candies. <laughs> I'm not spending <laughs> 65 bloody dollars to train a Pokemon. I'm sorry. I, I saw a Pokeball
2: Plus at Target. It is tiny. It's
0: the
1: biggest cheating device of all time. <laughs> it's so It's like, you want to cheat in your Pokemon game? Buy this.
0: My, yeah my upper limit for cheat cheat devices for Pokemon games is 30 bucks and it has to be a game shark what about game, genie? game genie and by the time by the time I was cheating in Pokemon games and learning how to do max stats for monkeys it was game shark <laughs> uh, All game
2: right, genie. Uh, sorry go ahead I uh, Justin
1: most, what I'm most looking forward to in 2019, I'm going to say something that might not even make it in 2019, but I'm going to say it anyway because I hope it makes it in 2019. I doubt it, but I hope Death that's
2: Stranding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's Metroid Prime 4.
2: That's mine too. Uh, Metroid
1: <laughs> Prime Federation Force HD. I'd buy that. Take I'd, that. I'd buy that day one. Yep. I'll play online with people on that. But yeah, Metroid Prime 4. Uh, Hopefully, it finally wraps up the loose ends of the Prime series because uh, there are a few, and they kind of touched on that in the ending of Federation Force, right? And at the end of uh, Metroid Prime Three, right? Uh, same type of thing. So uh, that needs to be wrapped up and tie the entire Prime series and the like spinoffs Prime games together into one nice package. Even though Three was supposed to end it, but it really didn't. Uh, <laughs> so maybe after that, we can finally get to. Metroid 5 because, man, we've been, we've been waiting a long time to see what's happening to Samus in that fusion suit, and maybe she's a fugitive from like the Federation at this point. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have at least one area of loose ends hopefully tied up in Metroid, and I love the Prime games as well as the standard series, so it's been a long time since Prime 3. I'm looking forward to whatever they have and I want really want to see what Prime Four is looking like since it's gonna be a completely different studio making
2: the game. Yeah. I um first of all, I want them to re-release the trilogy. Yeah, that that, that would
0: be a new one. That that seems practically inevitable the way everything is getting ported to Switch right now.
2: True, true. 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 HD, yeah. And then um yeah, Prime Four, I really just wanna know what it is. It doesn't have to come out this year. I mean, I hope it does, but I just want to see what they're doing with it, how it looks, what the gameplay is like. Give me a big, fat trailer, maybe a demo for E3. <clears throat> and uh, I'm really excited about Metro Prime 4.
1: Yeah, my only disappointment with Prime 4 is uh, I don't think Dark Samus is coming back, and I really like that <laughs> No, so I, think,
2: I think Phazon is gone.
1: Yeah, that part of the story is <laughs> done. So, uh, but man, I'm I'm happy Dark Samus is in Smash Brothers.
2: Is uh, is Prime Four going to take place before Metroid Two or <laughs> after I, all these I games? Think
1: all the, I think all the Prime games take place between Metroid One and Two.
2: Oh, I know, but uh, the, no, the no, existing no. ones. But I'm just wondering if they'll. Hey, maybe we could do this in the future.
1: I guess they could do that. That could make some sense. No, yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. I just kind of in my head was like, well, they'll just throw it before Metroid Two and not worry about any continuity problems because that's where they jammed every Metroid Prime game."
2: Right. I feel like the like aside from the Prime games, the entire Metroid series take place over about a week. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Sounds but, legit.
2: Yeah,
0: it's, it's one hell of a week.
2: No, well, I kind of want to play Fusion. <laughs>
0: All right. Good. So, all right. So let's. So that'll. Ra- that'll. Uh. Wrap it up for it here. Wrap it up for 2018. We'll look ahead to 2019. And speaking of looking ahead, uh, three weeks from tomorrow, as of this uh, live YouTube recording, we will be live. Uh. Li- live streaming for the kids. Yeah. Nintendo news report that week will be part of the. Uh, I I don't know. Are we calling it the telethon this year? Telethon, I don't. Think yeah. We- the, the telethon no. is coming back, and you can find all the details for that, including how much you have to raise to drive me the drink. Uh, <laughs> over uh, it's all linked on the, the mothership Nintendo World Report.com.
2: I, I love that telethon every year, it's such a blast! Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> and talk about our segment or? uh, we right now the plan is to we're going to be counting, we're going to be doing another top list like we did last year around this time, around the time of the telethon, but this time. It's not about game quality. It's about newsmaking because we're a news show. Mm. Theoretically. So we'll be count, We'll be creating a list of the top ten newsmaking games of 2018. There you go. I got some takes on that one. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. So yeah, after I think, that, I, I think uh, Donald turned down my pitch for that segment <laughs> with the airing of grievances. May, maybe we, we'll, we'll work on that as a stretch goal, Justin.
1: Yeah, my Nintendo News Report presents Zelda Breath of the Wild, an airing oh, of... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know everybody wants to hear me whine and complain about that game.
2: Right. An hour. <laughs> if you if you do, do want to hear that, listen yeah. to last year's uh, Game of the Year show. <laughs>
1: I, and I didn't even get to go full out on that.
2: No, you didn't. <laughs>
0: going to wind justin up and just we're just stick him in front of the microphone for an hour i'll come back we'll do the plugs that'll be the end of it
1: if you want that please say something in the comments or (laughs) and on the site or in the youtube or wherever yeah (laughs) because i want to know
0: all right yeah and other 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 things to plug here of course patreon.com slash nwr support the site that supports the show that you're watching right now or listening to if you're hearing this on the on the uh, mp3 version uh, of course the mothership is nintendo we've got a whole bunch of reviews up this week because apparently there were still games coming out over christmas and uh look for some also look for uh don's hot takes on fitness boxing sure. and and next week uh we should have uh we'll we'll have some on the other nintendo games of the week and I'm hoping to have some imp- early impressions up for the other big remaster that comes out on the 11th of, just on the 11th of January. And if you want to follow us on the socials, uh, Zach is at Zmiller1902
2: mm-hmm.
0: on the Twitters. Ja- Justin is at KingNintendoFan on Twitter and KingNintendoFanboy on Instagram. I am NWRDonald on the Twitter. Thanks very much for listening or watching and uh, have a great 2019. Bye. Kids, get your parents' permission before calling. See ya. <laughs>